From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for February 17th, 2009. I'm John Magi, and I'll be your host this week. For those of you who aren't aware, uh, Pete Werner has stepped down as our permanent host of the show, and each week we're all taking turns, turns being host. And I believe Is this your term? This is my term. <laughs> I, get, I get a four-year term. You thought you were getting away with that, didn't you? <laughs> I'm like the president. I get a four-year term. And I believe the only person who hasn't gone yet is Walter. Yep. I know. Oh, yeah, Wait for true. that. Where is Walter? It'll be next week. I'll do it next week. Apparently, Walter was locked in the closet. Had <laughs> 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 to fight his way out to get <laughs> No, I would do it next week. You're going to do it next week? Oh, yes, sir. Excellent. You're wow. used to this, though, John. You're, I'm used you're to the yeah. only one of us who's seasoned. I am. You're the only one who's had a term previously. <laughs> I've been reelected for another term. And this week I'm joined by our Orlando team, Corey Martin, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Teresa Echols, <laughs> Kevin Close, Walter Eccles, and Max Eccles are in the peanut gallery this week. Snap. <laughs> you had to do that, didn't you? I had to get you in. Magi. <laughs> On this week's show, Kathy Whirling and Corey it's Martin. It's like the East Coast, West Coast hip hop thing. It is. <laughs> we have a rivalry. Kathy Rowling and Corey Martin are going to tell us about the press event they attended last week for Disney's Give a Day, Get a Day promotion. Teresa Eccles is going to give us, uh, is going to bring us all up to speed on current discounts available at Walt Disney World, and as well as Disney Cruise Line and other areas, I assume. Yeah, okay. All right. Got it. She seems prepared. And Kevin Close has a re-review of the Brown Derby restaurant in Disney Disney's Hollywood Studios. All that plus roundtable rapid fire and much, much more on this week's show. All right, let's start with housekeeping. Anybody have any housekeeping they want to? I do. I just want to say happy Mardi Gras to everybody. I know the show comes out on Wednesday, but we are recording on Mardi Gras. Can you believe I'm spending Mardi Gras? At- so it's actually one day? I thought it was like the whole February. No, it's like there's a season. A season. But today is like the big day. This is Only. the last day of Carnival. Yeah. Only at Universal Studios. This is Mardi Gras. It goes straight through Lent. <laughs> and it's also Fat Tuesday. So yes, that's that, what Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras means. French for Fat Tuesday. Yes. Oh my God. Mardi is Tuesday and Gras is large. The party well, actually Tuesday. starts on January sixth. King's Day. King's Day, and it goes all the way through. Did you have you had your king cake yet? Did not. I did. I choked on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's really cold there. I was watching on CNN, and a lot of people wear costumes that are kind of skimpy. Like maybe with just a little tassel on a certain part of their body. Teresa. <laughs> there was this yeah. one woman. She had a oh real turtleneck with her little tassels over the turtleneck. <laughs> Good idea. I hate it when your tassels freeze. <laughs> it's hard to spin them. When... So it wasn't stopping anybody from getting dressed up, but they just had to add some layers. I bet they're having a big one this year too, aren't they? Oh yeah. They said it's been yeah. one of the one of the most exciting and craziest because of this whole Super Bowl win with the Saints and stuff. So the Saints won. <laughs> Any other housekeeping? Yeah, I'd like to say congratulations to Nikki. She was on Dr. Oz with Richard Simmons. We T voted. We didn't get to see it. We I watched- thought it was today. 
It was. I it's on a nine o'clock. So. Tebowing it, maybe. I would have been more excited about meeting Richard Simmons. <laughs> I got so. to meet Richard Simmons. He's cool. He seems like so much fun. He's very nice, very sincere in person. He's a fellow Louisianian. Those little striped shorts. And his perm. What did you say? Little striped. Yes, I said striped. Striped. <laughs> little striped shorts. I I'm Georgia. not going to make any mistakes today. I'm just going to pick out everybody else. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you. So what else is new? So congratulations, Mickey. Woohoo. That's it. Anybody else have any housekeeping? I do. Look, Helga 2 is here. My new Ooh. iPhone. Isn't she beautiful? That she couldn't find earlier. Hey, she was locked away in my handbag. My pocketbook. Did you get a whole new phone or did they just fix that one? Well, first he said... This is going to be a long story. It's not. It started with well. The little man said... Let's just, and he was a cute little man, a little Apple genius. They call him geniuses. Anyway, he, he said, uh, let's, I'm not going to be part of the, devaluing the word genius. Let's just take the top off and see if we can just replace that and see how that works. It's top or your top? It's top. <laughs> you want to not see your tassels? Tassel. the tassels, please. Too old for that man. So anyway, um, and I said, well, what is the cost versus either way? And he told me it was the same. I said, well, so if, we, if you replace the top, I go home. And it doesn't work, then i got to come back. He said, yes. I said, just give me a whole new phone. Because what's the point? You know, Because it was already doing weird things. So. And he was able to switch over all your apps and everything? And- no, I had to um, back it up on the computer. Because when I walked out of there, there was, it was nothing on there. So I went home and put everything back in there. Mm-hmm. So Helga's good to go. So happy. A little purple case. It's a good thing there's not like a child services for iPhone. I know. You've you wouldn't be allowed in- to have one. Really? You've broken one and lost one already. I didn't lose one. When I walked in, every, you, you were panicked and kept screaming, where's my phone? <laughs> Helga, Helga. She was in the room. I knew it because Kathy had just seen her. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All okay. right. Moving on to something hopefully a little more sane. <laughs> we're going to go to Miss Julie, who's going to do the weather for us. Yay, Miss Julie. It's quite chilly here today, but things are looking up. Now, before you send the emails, address them to Julie, where you tell them that you have snow up to your armpits and we don't know what cold is. <laughs> We had to wear socks today. <laughs> no, yesterday I had frost. I did complain about that. I wanted to wear slip-ons because it's getting hard to tie my shoes, and I couldn't. <laughs> so anyway, well, um, okay, this comes out on Wednesday. So Thursday, we're looking at a high of 62, low 39, only a 10% chance of rain. On Friday, uh, 64, so getting warmer, low of 40, and 10% chance of rain. Saturday, you have no chance of rain, so it should be beautiful. 68 degrees will be your high, so that'll be a little bit nicer. 47 is the low. And then on Sunday, we have 71, the low of 55, with a 20% chance of rain, so increasing there a little bit. Do you like my weather voice? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Then on Monday, we'll have a high of 76, which I'm really excited about. wow. It's about time. Yes. This is going to be a little more normal for us. Low 55, 30% chance of rain, so, you know. Maybe a little scattered showers. And then for Tuesday, 72, low 55, 20% chance of rain. And Wednesday, the 24th, high 74, low 53, no chance of rain. Should be a gorgeous day. Well, it really it's getting cold at night. Yes. During the day has been nice, but you go out at night and it's like, ooh, it's chilly. But I've been so warm. Poor Corey. <laughs> I wanted the fan on last night. I wanted the extra blanket off the bed. And then I'm like trying to get out of the covers. Whew, she's keeping me real hot. I'm sleeping in a coat. <laughs> <laughs> Your footed jammies. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Julie. 
Kathy Ron has agreed to do the news for me this week so that I don't have to speak the whole time. Kathy, what do you have in the news? We have Walt Disney World Company reports disappointing quarterly earnings. Some of the highlights from Disney's earnings release Earnings were $844 million in its fiscal first quarter, which ended January 2nd, roughly flat compared with a year earlier. Revenue rose 1% to $9.74 billion. Theme park revenue was flat at $2.66 billion as a decline in attendance at Disneyland Paris, <clears throat> and Walt Disney World was offset by higher attendance at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. Movie studio revenue was down just slightly at $1.94 billion. Sales of consumer products fell 3% to $746 million. The latest quarter, as have past quarters, was saved by the strength of ESPN. Disney also touted the international growth of the Disney Channel. Media Network's revenue, which included the ABC Broadcast Network and TV stations, was up 7% at $4.18 billion. In a related story, Bob Iger said the goal at theme parks was to slowly wean our guests off discounting. We don't believe that we're dealing with an economy right now that enables us to shut off the discounting immediately. As an example, Disney said that at about half the hotel rooms at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, the company is now offering seven nights stay for the price of five instead of the four it began offering earlier. Anybody have? I'm willing to do my part and go to Disneyland Paris to help raise revenue. (laughs) Are you? I just, you know, when they said they're trying to slowly win, I mean, we're up to... The middle of August. When are they going to slowly wean people off discounts? That's his way of saying, you know, we want you to come and book because you may not get this discount later. Book now, book now. It's not going to happen. The price is going to go up. Because now you've got everybody that's sitting there waiting for free dining to come out. Yeah, we're waiting for that. And if it doesn't come, you know, you're going to hear people screaming all over the place. It's interesting that California is up, but the other theme parks are down. So that tells me that there's a lot of uh, um, Asian travelers coming in because California is very popular with the Japanese tourists. So they're not afraid to spend their money. But it seems, I mean, like when you go to the parks and you see all those people, it just really seems hard to believe that it's down. Yeah. Well, it's down because of the discounts. It's down because you're bringing people in with this, you know, lost leader type of thing, come to the parks and do this in the hopes that they're going to spend money. But then their merchandise is down 3%. I guess people have to cut back somewhere so they're not buying those. Well, but Disney did that to themselves because now they don't have, like, unique merchandise anymore. So Here, here. Are we in Parliament? (laughs) (laughs) We have our powdered wigs on today. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. The Disney cruise ship was stuck at Castaway Key. High winds kept the Disney cruise line ship, the Disney Magic, from returning to Port Canaveral on Saturday, February 13th. The ship was stuck in the Bahamas at Disney's private island, Castaway Key, due to winds reported up to 50 miles an hour. The Disney Magic did return to Port Canaveral a day late on Sunday, February 14th, causing several problems for Disney Cruise Line, including a delay in the departure of the Magic's next seven-night sailing. In addition, since the Disney Wonder and the Disney Magic were due in port at the same time on Sunday, the Magic's passengers were forced to disembark at a different terminal. First-hand reports from the Diz boards from passengers aboard the Magic say that the cast and crew handled the incident extremely well. 
In order to compensate passengers for the inconvenience, Disney Cruise Line offered passengers on board the Disney Magic free daily cell phone service to make alternate travel arrangements upon arrival Sunday at the port, a 20% discount on a future cruise, help on board arranging return travel if passengers booked air travel through Walt Disney World. Passengers scheduled on the following Disney Magic sailing that had set sail a day later than scheduled were given the following free hotel stay Saturday, either on or off Disney property, and a free day at Epcot for their entire party. $20 per person on board credit for the meal they would have gotten Saturday night. The credit can be used on the ship when they board. $100 per stateroom on board credit, a 20% refund, an option to cancel the cruise without penalty and with full refund. Those passengers were also given one-day tickets to Epcot for Saturday, February 13th, and provided with a toll-free number to call for updates. I was down at the, the port on Sunday watching all the people try to board the magic, and that was interesting. You see this. They, they all look like refugees standing outside the terminal down there. They had they were unloading people in the park. It, it just, I mean... I'm sure there was some organization, but it really looked disorganized. And there was probably um, one police car for every person that was trying to board the Magic. Wow. I mean, there was just a whole lot of police cars and, you know, buses parked here and luggage in the middle of the parking lot. Um, and I said, I, I don't think the people that were standing in line trying to get into the terminal were too happy. I love Kathy. Why? Because it never even occurred to me to go to Port Canaveral. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sound like they got a good little package though of yeah yeah compensation. I called Mo at FL Tour Saturday morning because their um, Saturday and Sunday mornings are always very busy with uh, with cruise transfers. I said you must be pulling your hair out right now with all the people not able to get off the ship and all the people go- that were scheduled to go to the ship that were not. And he said he called all the um, all the guests that were supposed to go to the ship. He said they heard it for the for the first time from him. Oh wow! Are you serious? Yeah. He's like, I was letting people know about this. They didn't even know yet. Wow. Dreams Unlimited Travel, we called all of our clients who were traveling, but unfortunately, people were traveling. Mm-hmm. So either went to voicemail or went to their home phone number. So a um, couple of threads on the boards about this, and everyone's saying the same thing. They're really thrilled with the way Disney Cruise Line handled this, from the people on the ship to the people trying to get on the ship yeah. for the following week. They were really fantastic. Well, do you Don't- remember when Norwegian raced a ship back to New York because Donald Trump had had a reservation for the entire ship was going to have some sort of soiree on the ship. I think it was Norwegian Cruise Lines. I could be wrong on that. But they raced a ship back in Hurricane Force Winds. I think they were racing. Was it their new ship, wasn't it? It was the new ship. I I, I want to say the Norwegian Dawn, and I could be making that up. I remember that. And... Norwegian was sued by all the people on the ship. It was that bad. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, Disney's smart in that safety first. Well, first of all, the report is that they couldn't even get away from the dock in Castaway Key. That uh, people on board the ship were saying at least three or four times they could tell that the captain was trying to pull away and the winds kept pushing them back into the dock in Castaway Key. They wow. also were pulled in instead of backed in. Do we know why that was? Was that supposedly they were working, doing some repairs on gangplanks on the starboard side? So that's why they pulled in, and supposedly there was a gasher. I I, I looked at the ship; it must have been down lower that there was a gasher, a a scrape on the si- right side of the ship that they were apparently 
painting at Port Canaveral when it was there on Sunday. A but gash or a scrape? A That's scrape. two different a scrape. things. A scrape. It's a flesh wound. Really? <laughs> a gash would be like Titanic, you know. From when they were, like, bumping up against yeah. Oh, okay. It's cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Okay. But they wanted to... Did y'all see on the news about that? There was like two different points of view. One person was, oh, it's my vacation. Nothing's going to mess with us. And this other woman was in tears, just weeping about the change of plans and how it was ruining her life. It can go either way. Basically, yeah. 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 We've had this for years. There's a threat on the disc, too, that they're like second-guessing the captain's decision to stay there. That he should have tried to get out. He should have done this. But yeah. and if he He's would have, they'd right. second guess that. I can't mm-hmm. believe he tried to put us in danger. I have, right. I have a couple words for you. If you're second guessing the captain, get a job as a captain. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I know. I'm in <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just it, it annoys you're me here. that somebody would second guess them. Yeah, it's, it's his a, job. Right, he right. knows whether or not it's safe. And it's about your safety, and it's about getting you back. Could you imagine if he did that and something happened, right. or someone got sick, or someone got injured, then they would really been in trouble. Um, the other thing, too, is people were saying, well, they got an extra day at Castaway Key. My understanding is they weren't allowed off the ship. Right, they weren't. Yeah, I thought yeah. about that. The winds like were so bad. Blowing they, around, mm-hmm. and, you know. You'd be sandblasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> And then the way he came home was so that he wasn't heading straight into the wind. He sort of came home on an angle to the storm so that the winds weren't so bad on uh, hitting the ship dead on. So so he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew exactly yeah it's a shame, doing. though, that down at the port that where they were both docked, you couldn't get them both in the same That's what we were hoping for. We were hoping for yeah. a picture of them together. Yeah, but I did hear that when, they, uh, when the Wonder went past the Magic, they did have like a horn battle. I missed that because we had left already. Oh, that's but cute. You left? Yes. I'm so disappointed. Wow. I didn't stay. I saw that picture. I understand that, you know, it was unavoidable and there's nothing they can do, but that terminal was sad. Mm-hmm. Where they had it. Like, you know, you go to the Disney Cruise Line terminal and it's this beautiful. They've got terrazzo right, floors. Ultra modern. And then they went to this other terminal that was like Ellis Island. Yeah, I haven't you heard know. anybody complain about the terminal, <laughs> but it, I mean, it looked really sad. Checking their eyelids first time. <laughs> But they were also saying that when they got off the ship, customs wasn't there to. Everybody just sort of got off the ship. You could have brought oranges. You could have yeah. brought orchids back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you, Kathy, for the news. Let's move on to our first segment. We're going to talk to. Who are we rapid to? fire? Oh, yeah. We must rapid segment fire. Could, anyway. Yeah, that could be a rapid fire segment. Yeah. Just, just a thought that we <laughs> skip that. Who's running the show? Yeah, right. Teresa's looking at me with the eyes of judgment. You know, I had nothing to do with it. Well, usually you catch this kind of stuff. I waited and you didn't say anything. So. The whole idea of being able to host a show is I can do whatever I want. Okay. <laughs> Good, because Walter took my rapid fire. I'm waiting for Kevin to break out into like a chorus of Grease Lightning. Your jacket room makes me think of Grease. <laughs> okay, you know what I said it was? What? John asked me when I, if I was auditioning for high school music. <laughs> <laughs> it's got his Letterman's wildcat jacket on. It's like it's a Letterman sweater. I never even noticed it. Look, well, at it's it. the stripes for me. That d- These are it. actually my high school colors, and I bought it well after high school. <laughs> <laughs> Brown and yellow. It's actually like a cranberry. My I was gonna say it's colors. like kind of maroon. It, my colors were garnet and gold. All right, I've decided to do rapid fire now. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. Um, Maya Grill at Coronado Springs Resort starting February 23rd. Their breakfast is going to be served a la carte. Currently, it's a buffet, but 23rd, it's going to be a a la carte menu. 
lunch is a buffet and dinner is your traditional full service meal. There you have it. I don't think of Maya Grill for breakfast, do you? I yeah. ate there once. I don't ever think of Maya Grill again. Yeah. Maybe that's why they, they're changing it. Maybe they were seeing a lot of food go to waste if a lot of people weren't using the they buffet. Had a, they had a good choice, though, if I remember correctly when I was over there. So, But it wasn't like, it, was it Latin-inspired breakfast food, or was it just like just eggs and bacon food, and whatever? Yeah, breakfast was food. it crowded? No, we didn't have any problem walking through the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> The food was just waiting for you to walk up. It was. We got some good Ooh, pictures. Yeah, a la carte's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Kathy, how about you? I have a really rapid one. The bus drivers are getting new costumes, and they start wearing them April 5th. What do the old ones look like? <laughs> the purple pants. Oh, that's right. And not that you can tell in black and white, but that's what the, they look a little more stylish, and they have little hats and... Are they the oh. same basic colors that the woman is wearing a visor? Gray? No, they're more like charcoal gray and oh, something you can't Lord. tell from that. Ralph Cramden. Is yeah. that they are the Ralph Cramden? Yeah. They actually look like he looks retro. like a pilot. He does a little retro look in there. Like a, he, he's about to pilot a plane, not a bus. Mm-hmm. The visor's kind of over. Over? Are we over visors? Do we use <laughs> <Yeah>. visors? <laughs> she looks like she's a poker dealer. <laughs> I love how they're just like standing straight. <laughs> Disney models. <laughs> he looks like a deranged mirrors driver. Oh, not so great. Great. Thank you, Kathy. Disney's Princess Half Marathon Weekend is coming up. It's presented by Lady Foot Locker. It will be March 5th, which is a Friday through Sunday, March 7th. Now, this brings women of all ages together to participate in a magical event designed just for them. Sorry, I just think it's mm. funny. The Disney princesses are the inspiration for the weekend's events. This will focus on the attributes of every princess that, you know, what the attributes they possess. And those would be commitment, courage, determination, fantasy, perseverance, and strength. The events that will be held are the Disney's Princess Half Marathon. Now, it's already 97% full, so you need to go ahead and register if you plan to do this. The Disney's Royal Family 5K, it's already full, can't do it. Disney's Royal Family Kids races are 99% full, and some of the races, the actual race events may already be full, but there may be some that are still open. And then there is going to be um, Disney's Fit for a Princess Expo. So it's running princesses? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's the Ariel. She just sort of flops around. <laughs> Can't really catch up. It's hard to run on fins. It is. So oh. that's all. We're a lively bunch today, huh? We are. Jeez. Subdued. Pass the Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa, do you have a rapid fire? Were you able to come up with one? I did come up with one. It has nothing to do with Disney, but it could. Maybe It's about her phone. No, it's not. (laughs) It's about her cats. An update on Helga. (laughs) It is not. Last Friday night, I um, didn't want to cook dinner. So I'm thinking, let's eat out. But I didn't want to go get it. So I'm thinking, who who would deliver to my house, right? Not me. It wasn't you. (laughs) So I got online, I did some research. I found this website called allmenus.com. And you plug in your zip code, and every restaurant in my area came up. And it listed if they delivered or not. It listed the menus. And you could just click on it. You didn't have to go to the individual websites. You ordered from this website. And I got Chinese. It was cool. And I checked, and it does deliver in the D- 
Disney area. Now, whether they go to hotels or not, but you can go. I, I did a little research. Like, where do you think they would go in the Disney area if not to hotels? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, can you have <laughs> we'll food delivered to a hotel? Yeah, yes. stop. People don't need to deliver. Meet you at the mailbox at downtown Disney. Okay. Well, just um, well, you go to all menus and you pick your state, then you pick your city, your town, or your county, and it'll tell you it comes right up how many menus. Like I went to Rochester, New York, just as an example. 267 restaurants came up. You can choose by the neighborhood you're in or by your cuisine. They told me 40 minutes. It was at my house in 20 minutes. That's even awesome. Use, I used even to use do that. Chinese party. food people are really good. Like they tell us 45 and it's always at like 30 maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that it's. They're managing your expectations. Yeah. I used to do that when I traveled a lot. They'd always have something like that in the hotel room. And it's like, okay, I'll call them. I'll check it out. We yeah. have a menu slash junk drawer in our house. We where we throw all we the menus have, that we didn't have ours is all full of Italian. There was like sixty Italian places that delivered to <laughs> my house. We wanted Chinese, so I found it. It was okay. You can anyway. get anything in that drawer: extra pens, batteries, menus. Well, good, I don't know where to keys. go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, allmenus.com. dot com. Yeah, is it my turn? I don't know, Walter. Do you have one? I do have one. Oh, he I does have one. Tell us about it, Walter. I was going to go back to Walter after you, but. That's right. You're really slacking in that running wow. show thing. It's not like I'm in charge or anything. Kevin graciously gave it to me, so I will do it. This one is about Disney's natural theme park. It's uh, the, na- the, nat- the Nature Conservancy, Walt Disney's Nature Preserve, is a remarkable place to experience natural Florida. Located just south of Orlando, its preserve protects the headwaters of the Everglades ecosystem. This is a 12,000-acre preserve. The preserve is bordered by Lake Russell, one of the last remaining undeveloped lakes in central Florida. It's also home to hundreds of wildlife species, many of which are rare, such as bald eagles, the Florida scrub jay, sandhill cranes, and the gopher tortoise. They are not rare, Walter. No, they're really not. You see sandhill cranes. They are cranes. in my backyard all the mm-hmm. time. Sandhill cranes, yeah, you see those all the time. Um, the preserve offers visitors an opportunity to enjoy the natural beauty of Florida. Um, the hours are 9 and 5 daily. It says, please call, please call the preserve before visiting, as the preserve may, be limited, may have limited access due to flooding or restoration activities. There's also a hiking trail. Uh, to find out if it's going to be open, the number is 407-935-0002. I just want to point out that Walter spends a lot of time looking to see natural Florida, and I spend just as much time trying to avoid it. <laughs> That's not really too far. I'm going to try to do that before uh, next week so I can talk about it. Yeah, that's have, you, have you been? I've been to the parking lot, and it was closed. But um, <laughs> She didn't call. <laughs> she did not call. I didn't know I was supposed to call. I figured I'd just How stop in. How big is the nature preserve that it gets filled up? 12,000 acres. All right. It's pretty big. Because that sounds like... <laughs> not that you call in the case of flooding or <sighs> restoration. restoration. What are they restoring if it's a yeah, natural, a natural environment? <laughs> They'll be taking out like the scrub. and They know. also have buggy rides. Isn't the scrub cost. natural? But there's you like mean airboat rides? Um, no buggy. Buggy, as in like a horse and buggy. That's what I read. Huh? When I saw this, you know the invasive plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to like think. Kudzu. Of, yeah, different things like that that they I try to trimming out. kudzu. Oh, they're okay. trimming it back, and that's also where they relocate the smaller gators <laughs> and things from Disney. Is they go to the nature preserve. The bigger ones are, you know, taken to the coach factory and made into purses. Yes. <laughs> really. Yeah, they take the littler ones, but the bigger ones. They, and the they, tail meat goes to restaurants. They say that. Uh, You're that, reckoning that, uh, really? No. No. 
you can sell. That the alligators can find their way back home, so that anything four foot or over is turned into something Like else. Incredible Journey. I did not know it. Like, alligators like a... Incredible Journey. That's you weird. You ever saw the movie where the dog and the cat find their way home? Oh, my gosh. Sally Field was the cat. She knew how to get home yet. All right, my turn. Well, what's interesting, I want to say what's interesting about that is that um, this is part of what Walt set up when he built Walt Disney World. When he bought the land, he agreed to, well, didn't agree to, he wanted to have a certain amount of land that would be preserved for the natural beauty of Florida. Part of the land he bought was now Celebration. Hmm. So, (laughs) surprise, surprise. Unnatural. But in exchange for developing Celebration, they bought more land in South Florida as a preserve. So it will never be developed, and we won't ruin the natural beauty of Florida. Like the Rockefellers in New York. It's true. Yeah. But it's free to get in, right? That's cool. Yep. Just call first. You're good to go. Kevin. I just want you to know that censorship is wrong. Oh. <laughs> That's your rapid fire. Oh, <laughs> that no books should be banned. Ever. From anyone. You have a choice of reading it or don't. But they shouldn't be banned. We've learned that. That's it. I'm done. I agree. Here, here. Mm-hmm. I forbid you from including that in the show. Take that out. Censor that out of the show. <laughs> Put it in writing. It's going to be a long ride home if you take that out. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Now moving on. What do we do next? Oh, we do our segments next. All right. Let's go to... Uh, I don't think you're going to get you another would term. Like. You don't think I'm getting another term? Nope. You think <laughs> I'm going to be impeached? Let's do Teresa. Teresa's going to give us updates on discounts. <laughs> Another place. Oh, just look at this paperclip. It's so pretty. It's like a little, it looks like a bumblebee. It's so cute. I was trying to figure out how to do something artsy with it. Okay, I'm here. I'm good. Can you imagine having to be her teacher when she was in high school and a flighty teenager? Could you imagine having to be her boss? <laughs> I was never a flighty teenager. I was. This is came on. I was good in an advanced age. Yeah, it is. I think it's like puberty or something. So am I talking about discounts, right? Please. Cool. I found some or, cool or ones. paperclip craft projects. <laughs> okay. Let's start off with an interesting one I found. Um, Canadian resident Disney Cruise Line discount. This is because of the Olympics. Are you not all loving the Olympics? I'll pass. It's thanks. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Do you know for a fact fest. this is because of the Olympics? No, I'm. It, I'm doing it because she's of the tying Olympics. it in with the Olympics. I'm tying herself. it in. I saw the word Canadian. Oh, Canada. Okay. So anyway, um, valid for most Disney three, four, or five night Bohemian Bohemian cruises sailing four twenty two to eight twenty nine ten. Save twenty five percent per passenger. This discount is not available for five thirty ten to six four ten sailings. So cool. Canadians get a, a break, a cut, a deal. They do. I think it's kind of neat. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right. <laughs> the Moving on. Where's my little paper? Um, January to August 10, free gift card offer has been extended to August 14th. Book a six-day, five-night non-discount room and ticket package at Select Walt Disney World Resort Hotels and get a free Disney gift card for stays most nights, 215 to 327 and 411 to 814. Value Resorts, you get a $300 gift card. 
Moderates is 500 and Disney Deluxe or Deluxe Villa Resort is 750 Disney gift card. This is all part of Iker's plan to cut back on discounts. Mm-hmm. This was a discount that was going to be for travel through June 3rd. June 3rd, right? Yeah, I think that was the Early day. June. And it was June 3rd. Yeah. This is extended it through August. Now, this is something you can keep your eye out. I know you have another one, but you can keep your eye out for this for your vacation. I know. I was thinking about that, trying to work that in, but then... When I originally saw it, I didn't want to travel before June, but now... Now that's into into the summer, yeah. when the kids are off from school. Now it's moved into where I might be able to take advantage of this. <laughs> and that's really nice and all, but you have to spend that money at Disney. Oh, I know. You know, it's, use it uh, on actually you don't. the gift card? The gift card is good at any Disney location. So you can use it at the Disney merchandise. Disney's still getting the money back. Yeah, that's really? point. Really? Send Stella back with $1,000 worth of Disney clothes to school? <laughs> we went to Disney. Okay. Also, um... My little paper go. They've also extended the winter spring promotion to August 14th, which is what, John? I didn't even write down what the crap you told me. That's uh, 30% off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's our exclusive She was going rating. to remember it as she was you know, playing now with Now you her. see the insight into how the show's really run. Please get your discounts. I forgot to write it down when you told me. No, I didn't write down the crap you told me. <laughs> is that an explicit word? I'm just teasing. Yeah, really, really an explicit raining now. We can go farther than that. Thirty okay. percent off uh, the room only portion for mod- for um, value resorts. Help me out, Kathy. Thirty-five, yeah, forty, and forty-five. Thirty-five percent off a moderate. Forty-five percent off a deluxe. All working together for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, this is a one you can take advantage yeah, of. It's not the it's gift cool. card. I've added it to my list. And, and again, with the two offers, compare them both. You know, because people see like seven fifty. Just look at what that bottom line number is. Maybe the other offer works out. Because the other one is a room only, but you can upgrade it to a package. Okay. Also, I was thinking for my trip, when I was looking at this, at the value resorts, if I got two rooms, I'd end up getting $600, correct? You get 300 per room. Correct. Per reservation, so, right? Per room. Anyway. Now you can feed them kids. Yeah, <laughs> some of them. Also, um, some of the off-site hotels have some wonderful things going on. Sheraton Vistana has got a booklet valued over $300 when you book a three-night package in a two-bedroom villa, which is kind of cool. Um, Walt Disney Swan has, Swan and Dolphin, has rates from 169 In August and September, you can get, um, for a lot of the nights, it's 129 at the Dolphin and 139 at the Swan if you are like a nurse, a teacher, government. If you can prove that you're an affiliate with one of those people, Kevin, you can get a good discount. Isn't that cool? If you're a wild cat. <laughs> Go in with your school and Okay Be true to your school <laughs> Buena Vista Suites I think is an awesome deal um, Two bedroom suites from one from 88 Full breakfast buffet The rooms are beautiful You got your It's two rooms You got the room with the two queen beds And you got your little sitting room With the pull out sofa You can't beat that And they're beautiful Are they not Corey? They're awesome They're awesome Just absolutely cute Yes We have photos on the side we do. I think it's a QVC commercial. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, is where now. This, is where we lo- this is where we lose listeners. <laughs> I'm just going over some things. I'll- and the Doubletree, keep that in mind. They've got rates from $89, which is a good rate. You're sitting right outside Universal with all the stuff that's happening at Universal. Keep that in mind. You know, you don't have to stay on property. We do need to mention that we have a financial relationship that with one of the suites. Line. Swan Dolphin. Yeah. Swan Dolphin, Sheridan Vistana, Doubletree. Okay, well, Motel Six, twenty nine ninety five. We don't have a no I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what you like. 
I you would know, say, do they have phones in the rooms now? I stayed in one in California years and years and years ago, and there was no phone in the room. Can in the string in the motel, in the motel six, six rooms. There were no phones because my but girlfriend. They left the light on. Uh huh. That's the say. No Turn phone. the light off and give me a phone. Because <laughs> we had a guy knocking on our door, wanting us to come out and talk, and we couldn't leave. We couldn't call anybody. I was like, we were oh, trapped. We wouldn't, didn't, didn't turn the light. It was just creepy. Okay. That was years ago. So anyway, um, for a limited time, also, pass holders say 40% at selected Disney value resorts for most days, um, Valentine's Day through 313. That's use it now or lose it. Yeah, that's pretty quick. Also, 45% at select Disney deluxe villa resorts, also up until March 13th. So book it now. And is that all I have? I thought I had something else. Oh, how about this cool thing, Adventures by Disney's doing their little um, going budget. Did you hear about that, Kevin? I didn't. John, you hear about that? I sure did. Isn't that cool? It is cool. It's cool. Well, share it with our listeners. Why you tell us about it? <laughs> Let us in. Let's try to involve you all here. Um, Walt Disney Company's premium-priced guided tour business has begun peddling cheaper versions of some of its most popular trips in a bid to woo customers amid the global economic downturn. Gateway collection of trips to Italy, London, Paris, Costa Rica um, offer less elegant hotels, fewer events, and more unsupervised on your own time. It's going to set you free in Europe. Yeah, pretty much less of the the structured things that they're going to usually do on adventure. None of the not the high class hotels. Some second tier hotels. Adventure by Disney is not doing as good as they had hoped. They're not selling those adventures. They're very expensive. They're very pricey. Plus, you got to get there. And then, what's the is the adventure then that you're left on your own? <laughs> the adventure is you got to find your way back. You can pay for a guide, or you can go on your own. Instead of being, uh, you know, every going every minute of every day with Adventures by Disney, you might have two days that are to yourself. Adventures by Disney trips are fairly structured. They're very structured, yeah. But, I mean, isn't that sort of why you would do that? I mean, what's the benefit of, you know, like you could book it on your own then if, you know. You could, absolutely. But I think you're getting some of what Disney has to offer, some some of of the tours. You're also going to be in that place where you want to be already. I have to tell you, if I was going back to Italy anytime soon, I would like that. I thought our hotels were overly fancy. I didn't. That's not the type of hotel that I'm. We would normally stay in. They were five star hotels, and while it was lovely and they were very very nice, you were in them so little mm-hmm. that it's not the kind of thing that you ever got to enjoy the amenities of a five star hotel. You were out at seven o'clock in the morning, and you came back, and by the time you did get back. Even if you got back early enough in the day, you were in Italy. So you went back out again on your own to get gelato or something. So by the time you crawled back into your hotel, you shut the lights off and you were just asleep. I could understand doing that. I would like a, I would, I would be willing to stay in a less fantastic hotel oh, yeah. and have more. I would like more time on my own. If we went back, we've decided that we probably would do that. Even if we went on an adventure by Disney, we would maybe lose some of the events and things like that. Do you have to go on every event? That no. Tell you, you don't have to go on any event. We've told this story before, and I'm sure people are sick of hearing it. But John and I, they would get the night before, the previous night, you get an agenda for the next day where you have to meet, what time you have to be up, and things like that. And we would sit there at night and say, we're not doing that, we're not doing that, we're not doing that. We're exhausted. Yeah. And we would get up the next day and say, all right, let's go do it. 
And now that we look back on it, we're really happy that we did. The things that we did were great. Um, the only thing we skipped out on was in the city of Siena. They had a wine tasting. And neither one of us wanted to do that. And we told the guides, we would. they told us where to meet them, and we went off and explored Siena on our own a little bit. So, I can definitely see it on the Italian adventure, because when you're in Rome, you're within walking distance of everything. So there's no reason for them but to But no take- time to get there. There's not a lot of free time. Right. So they take you to, on a walking tour of Rome, which is great. You get to see everything, and someone's telling you about it. But I could do without that and go explore on my own. I could see the Trevi Fountain and the Spanish Steps. And Especially all the second own. time. Yeah. Now that I've seen it all the first time with Adventures by Disney, I can see where this would be. For me, it would be something great. Because I would like to... Uh, one of the, Some of the best times that we had were the times when we were on our own, and you just kind of... Get lost. Yeah, you get to be part of the the fabric of what's going on not to sound like a brochure but you kind of get to wander off on your own see I would like that more being able to just well as I, again just land. be sure you're with someone who has a good sense of direction because if I hadn't have been with Corey in Venice I would have been totally lost and wouldn't have made it back to the ship yeah if you blink in <laughs> Venice yeah you're, it's, it's all these little it's a maze is what it is so and you could totally be lost we passed the shop and like three hours later she's like i really wish i would have bought that at that little shop i'm like he found it again what shop are you talking about the one with the jewelry oh great jewelry <laughs> yeah because they're not hard they're not yeah. everywhere uh it's well it's i good can see doing. its place i think yeah. it's a good idea i really do yeah it's still very expensive it's still again like i said you have to the right year is not included right. right now europe is very expensive right. the dollar to um the euro the euro exchange rate is bad so it's still another option though mm-hmm. that could but possibly they, save you money if you they really do ones here in the, the united states don't but this they? discount is only for, uh, for right. overseas yeah. only for the really oh. most expensive ones mm. what they call the gateway cities Come on to Dallas, Texas. Exactly. Adventures by Disney. Well, they have oh, Lord. I'm just saying that that would be oh, the other gosh. thing is they have people, a Southwest you splendor. You can't explore Dallas on your own. <laughs> people feel very safe traveling with Disney, and we did. It's, well, you're in that bubble. Well, kind it, of. It's more like they think of everything. It would be very hard to plan a trip like that on your own because they take you to so many places. There's, like we went to the sheep farm in Australia. Who would ever think to go to a sheep farm? But we had a wonderful time. <laughs> But to just have to plan out all the different trips that they take you to, and they had different uh, air flights that took us to different cities, right. and the buses that took you around. I don't really, I can't really connect with what he's saying. <laughs> I, I was in Florence. <laughs> well, what did you do? Share the sheep? I went to, I did. I went to see the I did. I on video, actually. <laughs> I went to see the statue of David. He's it's like he's speaking a different language. <laughs> but what they do is they coordinate every second of your trip. So that you can get on that flight and you can get to that next place and you're going to enjoy that next thing. The other thing is they give you access to things. You couldn't get it on your own. Mm-hmm. The day we went to the Vatican, the standby you saw line. the Pope? I did. Mm-hmm. Wow. I even saw dead ones. Um, the day we went to the Vatican, the standby line was eight hours long. Wow. With Adventures by mm-hmm. Disney, we walked in. Now how do they do that? It's the same for us, too. They got like they a lot of connections. Were you on a tour? Right. We, if you book a tour, your right. tour guide, she has ahead of time so many tickets, you know, for everyone on the on the tour, and you just go to the head of the line. Right, Colosseum was the same way. Mm-hmm. Right, when we got, we went to see the Colosseum, the Roman Colosseum. The line stretched around the Colosseum. It was crazy, and we walked past them. So we the fast pass. We did. We had a Colosseum fast pass. So there are things we also got to go in places that you that tourists just don't get to go into. We got to go into a museum in um, Siena. 
that we didn't nobody else gets to go to. Did you guys see those faux gladiators that weren't wearing anything underneath their Roman Ooh. uniforms? Smoking cigarettes our, 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 our <laughs> outside the Coliseum. <laughs> Drinking a Coke. Our faux <laughs> gladiator <laughs> had a cigarette and a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, a cell phone. There were no the underpants. <laughs> and how do you know this? Because you could see. You know those. Are you serious? Yes. You know those Roman uniforms are like pictures? flappy. And I thought Julie was just walking slow. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. What they have is like the locals. She was checking the length of his sword. <laughs> oh, There's the X-ray. Yeah. <laughs> the locals go out, and this is how they make money: mm-hmm. go and take a picture of me dressed as a gladiator and give me a tip. Oh, so these are just like yeah, people on their own. If you go to Mexico, you see the same thing. You go to Hollywood Boulevard, you see the yeah. same. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm Flav Flav Flav. Take no a photo with me. Yeah. D- Bob tells a story about the one he was taking pictures of all of them, and there was one who got very upset <laughs> with him and followed him. Mm-hmm. A gladiator? No, well, no, because they make their money from tips. If you take a picture with them, they want you to tip them. And he oh. was taking a picture in general, and the guy thought he was taking a picture of him and like chased him out to the street and yelled at him. So then Bob started taking pictures of him. <laughs> Just on purpose. Getting back to the discounts. Now, give us a quick update on your trip. Are you, I understand you're going to change your dates. I am. We were going to do it spring break, which is also the week of Stella's birthday. Um, since this past weekend, and we went to a little friend's birthday party, she decided that she has to be home that week to have this massive little birthday party for all the little children in her class. Plus, I'm... I think we've got family coming in that week. I so. love how Stella runs the house. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, that coinciding with the family coming in. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, we can. But this worked out well. Now, this discount is now extended through right. the summer. So that's something you might be able to take advantage yeah. of. Yeah. And so are you going to have 25 kids in your house? I'm probably going to limit it to 15. I don't know. This party we went to, it was a time. So you're going to leave 10 of them out? Yeah. Hmm. Is that wrong? Uh-huh. She, has, she has 25 close friends. No, there's 18 in her class, but you know every parent stays with the child at the party. They don't leave. Well, the, some of them do. But back in the old days, she dropped your kid off and mm-hmm. came back. Is it a slumber party? No. Oh, it's a. Just back a, in the old days, I was told to walk to the party. <laughs> yeah. Well, now everybody, you know, you don't know every parent. You I'll stay. Both you ways. can't <laughs> not invite some of the kids in the class. Well, you could have a girl-only party. You know, you could do it, just break it up that way. Why are we talking about this birthday really? show? Anyway. <laughs> now, so. the other thing, too, is um, when you check out this end date of this promotion, August 14th, mm-hmm. this is historically when free dining starts, right around the end of August. So this is an indication that maybe they're going to do free dining as the next promotion. Wow. Do you know when the kids go back to school? 23rd, August. August. But so they play? have, we have... Um, a three-day weekend in October, which I could, sw- you know, add on a day and on each side and make it a five-day, you know, extra-long weekend. I was thinking about doing that. I'd really like to try something after the cruise, just go straight to a hotel, but I know that's going to be horribly expensive starting, what, December 16th? Yeah. You know, so that's probably Maybe out. before the cruise. Yeah, but then they're out of school even more, mm. you know, so... So seventeenth their last day of school before Christmas. So. Remember, it's an educational. That's trip what they to told to me Disney. last year. They were just like waving us goodbye. So this is what a lot of people go through. You know, discounts come out. Now I'm going to change when I'm going to go. You know, this puts a different wrinkle in things. It does. It's so. just kind of scrap that, Dan. Oh, um, Dan's going to work in some different things for me. I've asked him to alter the dates a little bit, and he's going to get back to me and. Excellent. 
Very good. Thank you, Teresa, for that. Let's move on to uh, Kathy and Corey. You guys had a chance to attend the press event for the Give a Day, Get a Day promotion, and we'd like to uh, find out what happened there. Well, um, this took place last Wednesday and Thursday, February 10th and the 11th. Um, we we were invited to, like John said, we were invited to the Give, give a Day, Get a Dizzy Day program media event along with other websites, news, media, press, mom bloggers, you name it, there was a lot of people there. Uh, it started Wednesday. It was held at the Wide World of Sports. They had a big area for, for us to take photos and video. Meg Crofton came out and spoke about a lot of things that happened in 2009, um, like the American Idol experience, Hall of Presidents. Wait, wait, American Idol, when was that? That was 2009 or eight. No, this was our first one-year anniversary. So, Okay, so things that happened within that year, like the American Idol Experience, Hall of Presidents, the Disney Vacation Club additions like Kidani Village, Bay Lake Tower, and a few new dining areas like uh, Sana and Cuisina. She talked about that stuff and also brought up some new things like Summer Night-tastic, which is going to have the Main Street Electrical Parade coming back starting in June. That everybody clapped when they heard that. I hope they get new music. New no, music? That's, that's part I of the parade. Hate the music yeah, to that's, part, that's part parade. of it. Now, is this different? Isn't there like some little light up parade going now, though? What is that one called? <laughs> some little light up parade. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Spectro Magic? Yeah, Spectro Magic. One of the most expensive parades. So, what's the difference? <laughs> little light up parade. Little. What's the difference? Except I've never seen the other one. Two completely different parades. They are both have the same elements of being lit up and going on at night, but two completely different parades. Main Street Electrical was the original mm-hmm. okay. light-up parade. Didn't they sell off those light bulbs at one time? No. Yes, they did. You could buy Main Street Electrical light yeah, bulbs. Yeah, I remember that. Light bulbs when they left Disney because it was going away for Disney World because it was going away forever. Well, buy yeah. the light bulbs. Well, now there are no efficient ones that aren't really yeah. bright at all. <laughs> <laughs> and take three minutes to turn on. So what else is part of Nightastic? I mean, is that... They're going to do... Um, there's going to be, there's gonna be a new people. Tower of Terror drop sequence. They're going to have a new fireworks show at night. As S- similar to what they did with mm-hmm. um, Disneyland, they had a night show. I guess it's called Summer Nightastic Fireworks or something like that. Um, it's just going to take place during the summer. So those three things, really. The Main Street Electrical Parade, Tower of Terror drop sequence, and a few additional things for Tower of Terror and the new fireworks. That was really the big announcement that they had that night. We were all waiting for the, the new big announcement. That was it. After uh, Meg Crofton spoke, Al Weiss came out and talked about some of the new upcoming things happening, like all the Fantasyland expansion that we're all familiar with. And he also talked about the Disney Cruise Line uh, expansions, like a Castaway Key and the new things on the Disney Dream. All these things were things that we've heard of before. Nothing new, really. And after that, they talked about the retheming of Wide World of Sports with ESPN and some things they're going to do with that. I I wasn't really excited about the whole ESPN thing because Wide World of Sports, I hope they do something great with it. I know they're trying, but we'll see. Because when I, I went there you know, a few months ago, I mean, I could have streaked through that place and nobody would have said anything. <laughs> it seems to me that unless, except on the day of the event, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else can they do there? I think, though, if you're like one of the athletes, like when they were talking about it, that now they're going to you know, be taking pictures and they're going to be able to put the, 
the players like up on the jumbotron so that if you're there and that's your group and you see them up there i think they're trying to get the the groups that come a little more enthusiastic but if you're just a spectator i don't really think it's going to do anything for you okay they got a new sign Mm-hmm. very fancy and after that, there was a party they, they had for us with food and drinks and all that stuff. To I was surprised. It's kind of loosening us up. I've, I've probably said this about 4,000 times, but I was really surprised to see the amount of alcohol that flows freely at Disney events. You weren't there for the uh, Millennium Celebration or the press event that we went to? You weren't part of the team then? They were pumping alcohol. That's yeah. why it was good. Those were the best ever. You missed them. They know how to. <laughs> Disney does know how to throw a party. Though. They, they throw, really do. Well, they just as you walked in, yeah. they're just standing there with all these trays of whatever you wanted, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow. I mean that that to me just seemed strange that I don't associate drinking with Disney, but. Well, I understand why they did that, but I think you also understand too. Trying to get you guys excited about really? all these reannouncements makes us sound more exciting. If <laughs> you can't all understand up, it all, did yeah. they actually yeah. explain the give a day get a day promotion? Well, the, this the first night was mainly focused on what I just told you about the um, things that have happened, new things that are coming up. The next day was really um, really revolved around the whole give a day get a day thing that took place at Epcot. Started at 10 o'clock in the morning all the way up until 10 p.m. that night. Mm-hmm. Wow. It took they, a long time to explain this, huh? Well, you gave them a day, didn't you? <laughs> but they didn't, you know, I, I, I wanted to know more about the program, like specifics. But they didn't really. They were celebrating the volunteers, and they were celebrating uh, their effort of making the world's uh, largest canned good sculpture. You know, and if you were again, if you they had brought in volunteers from all over the country that had done kind of canned goods, did they use Um, a lot of tuna? Was it tunas? Over one hundred and fifteen thousand cans made up Mm -hmm. this uh, can sculpture. Now, who was the one who stood on the giant can of tuna and it turned into balloons? Was that Al Weiss? I remember reading that story. He was on this giant. What's up? What are you doing back there, Walter? Throwing stuff? You okay? Gosh. Walter tried to get up with his headphones on. <laughs> Ugly. You're giving away too many secrets. Too many behind the scenes. I'm things. sorry. It was funny because it was a, wrong. He was on a big can of tuna and they opened it up and all these balloons came out. That's what I read. Oh, missed that. Wow. Well, that, that morning. Next week we're making the world's largest rubber band ball. That morning, like uh, like Kathy said, was, was really to celebrate the volunteers. And an interesting number that they told us about. You know this thing started on January 1st and their goal was a million uh, volunteers, a million free tickets. They're already at 600,000. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. Yeah. But, but that's you know, over. are they going to extend it? If yeah. I mean, at the rate they're going, this might be, they might reach a million by the end of April. Yeah. So is it going to be the, the three, the celebration well, the of are a three year. months? You know? so. I, I don't know. I mean, are they going to extend it? That's That number struck me. I was like, wow, that's awesome. Everybody wanted to get it in before the cutoff. Yeah. Before they ran out. Well, of. I think you should get it in now. If you plan yeah. on doing it, you better do it now because they say they're gonna. This is gonna take place until December thirty first, two thousand ten, or until they reach that million mark. Wow. I can't see them doing all this, going through all this, and then cutting it right off plan. at, yeah, at the beginning of April. And just to make people aware, because there was a thread on the dis about this too, there are blackout dates to use those tickets. 
So don't go do your volunteer event and figure you're going to come to, come down and use it like over Easter or whatever. Or Christmas. Or, right. Yeah. Most of the really well, you popular. You have to use it by the 15th of December, I think. But, the, you know, like the really popular dates are blacked out. So look at those blackout dates before you decide to <laughs> volunteer. Walter's cracked open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that was Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was you? Kevin. Mardi Gras, I should have brought a beer. It was a six of bud. <laughs> but you were talking about the, uh, the lifting of the balloons. Ty Pennington came out for that reveal. You know, because he's move those he's balloons. all he's all they about the reveal. He, he just, all had move to yell those balloons. He's mm-hmm. owned by Disney, and he cried. I'm kidding. He didn't cry. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and Kermit, he's so cute. Though. Kermit came out on a pallet of canned goods, so Kermit was there. Miss Piggy wasn't there. No, she oh. wasn't. And she the Jammeters were there, and they had a new the what? The Jammeters. You know the guy that guys that beat on the garbage cans. You've never seen the Jammeters. Okay. I don't know. I'm a junior jammer. Come on. She wanted to know what that little light-up parade was. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I've seen that. Spectrum. Okay. And they had the Mickey and Goofy and who else? Yeah, you know, the, the characters Usual. came yeah. out to celebrate. I want to hear about it, the Jonas brother that was there. Corey? Well, that was, later, was, that was later on that night. They had a... Um, they had a spot reserved for all the, the volunteers and the press and media and all that, you know, everybody that was part of this whole thing. Uh, the event was held outside at Epcot on the bridge between the Fountains of Nations and Future World, and it went all the way back to the World Showcase Lagoon. And I felt sorry for a lot of the guests that day mm-hmm, because, really? you know, when you come in to Epcot and you walk straight back, you either go to the right uh, to Canada and you go to the left to um, Mexico. Well, you had to decide where you're going to go before you reach the Fountain of Nations. So you kind of had to go take a right or left by interventions and cut across that way. You couldn't walk around the whole World Showcase. That whole area was blocked off. But it was amazing how popular Club Cool was because a lot of people were trying to get spots to see the concert. And everybody goes, oh, I need to get up to Club Cool. Now, on a regular day, there's hardly anybody in Club Cool. (laughs) But that night... You know, and they're the, like, you could go in, but you have to come back out. So can never come they out. had cast members standing there saying, you know, like you had to decide before you got up there which way you wanted to go. So if you were planning to do a lot of park stuff, it wasn't fun for them. But um, Corey lucked out because he got back in where the, the media people were. And I got to be out front with all the um, jumping, screaming loud obnoxious children that were waiting to yeah. see the Jonas brothers. Grace was tick- brother I wouldn't take her out of school to go see. Yeah, I got in while they were rehearsing. I don't think I was supposed to be in there. You had a good picture though of yeah. Demi Lovato or it, that didn't open for uh for us until about six forty five. Mm-hmm. To let or was it six fifteen? It was around that time. Yeah, it was after six thirty because everybody yeah. was champing at the bit to get back. Did they give what? you food and drink at this event? Because you were there all day. Uh, they actually I didn't realize this until the presentation was going on. Did you ever watch Dinner Impossible with Robert Irvin? Irvine? He, the food that we had at our event was part of Dinner Impossible, that he had to go around the World Showcase, and they had different characters, and the characters would tell him what the food item was that he was going to use. But they filmed him doing this at this event for on their show. So in April sometime, it's going to be on Food Network. But um, they introduced him later in the evening, and I'm like, oh. In all of our materials, they never said anything about him doing that. I would have stayed to just watch him run around World Showcase. Yeah, the food at the event was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a little bit of everything. There wasn't like a main th- 
theme, the, I don't think. The Wednesday think. event or the Thursday event? Thursday. 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 Yeah. This was before the concert. Oh, okay. It's kind of all led up to the concert. They had stuff like um, stir-fried vegetable lo mein with cilantro, grilled free-range chicken fried rice, uh, fresh, freshly tossed traditional cob salad with focaccia stick, uh, Mickey Roney and sharp cheddar with spiced barbecue pork belly. They sell that in boxes over there, don't they? Mickey Rooney? Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Instead of macaroni. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Mickey Rooney, yeah. you know. Like, they, I didn't see the connection at all. I'm sorry. I was they had a, uh, out, I think. They had a Maine lobster and Atlantic seafood fisherman's pie and corn-crusted Florida root vegetable pie. That was incredible. That I mean, they had big lung, lumps of uh, of lobster in there. They had a lot of food. They had in with food they had drinks, no liquor, but beer and wine. And they also, you know how our complaint at the um, Great Movie Ride was they didn't circulate with food? They had all kind of cast members coming around with that Cobb salad and they had push-up cheesecakes and every time you turned around there was a cast member standing there with food that wanted to give it to you at your table. So they okay, knocked themselves out. How many people uh, would you estimate were at the event press and ooh. visitors? Well, they, they had a hundred volunteers and their families, so that was probably three, four hundred. Yeah. I would say more than that. So they picked out volunteers that had, people had already done their, their time volunteering. Well, they, and some were of those, them. and then they had a contest, some kind of volunteer contest. I, don't, I was trying to ask this lady that was standing next to me, and she was just too wound up for the Jonas brother to give me all the details. Jonas but, brother. But um, they wanted as part of a sweepstakes. Okay. So you think like a thousand people? There were a lot of yeah. people at that event. Yeah, wow. it was packed. But I mean, the area was huge, so you didn't really feel crowded until until the concert. But even even for a concert of, uh, with like Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas, you would think it'd be slam packed. There was still a lot of room. How long did they sing? They they did two songs. Yeah. But before they came on, um, I guess a new upcoming Disney group called All Star Weekend. Yeah. All Star Weekends. They they performed guys. maybe maybe three or four songs. That's when I knew it's like a group of guys, right? Was that who? They yeah, were? that's yeah. when I knew that I was officially old because I could hear my dad going, "I don't understand them." You know that they were up there, they were dancing and they're moving around, and every now and then you caught like a word. I caught the word. The kids up there were just enjoying the heck out of it, but they're from Radio Disney and they started the thing off. But they also had a DJ who played for like maybe an hour or so at the beginning. And I, I just, I'm always into the details of how they do things. So he's up there and he's, you know, he's like singing along. He's like performing with the music. And then all of a sudden it goes to like disco Disney music and the lights go down and they take all his stuff off and they start loading on like the drums and all the stuff. But it was just so slick that like they didn't miss a beat. I mean, it's just amazing to see how they do these things. I thought Joe sounded rough. Yeah, he did. They all do. Yeah. Well, we have a um, we have a video on YouTube, and a lot of I guess it's a lot of little teenies that are commenting on it, and they they're all saying the same thing. Joe sounds rough. He cracked. Yeah. He Not cracked to mention, a lot. What was he wearing? Is well, was... they're used to hearing them all three of them sing together, so yeah. their badness just kind of covers each other up. Well, that was you know that was the finale <laughs> of the night. After he's never lip synced by himself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the finale. Um, Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas they both did a song, uh, two songs together. They did a new song called "Make a Wave," and they did one that's been released already. This is me. 
I'm not entirely sure I would know Demi Lovato if I tripped over her. I had to um, oh, send a text to Julie's sister. Said, Are you Do you serious? know who she is? Oh my gosh, come to my house and go in the girls' room. They're all over the walls, both of these people. She has a show, Sunny with a Chance. Yeah, I, I think Selena she Gomez was. is better, but you know. Yeah, I agree. She has too. a nice voice, and she's she cute. Does. Oh, Grace will knock you down on that one. She thinks Demi Lovato's better. But we also got our own light sticks. Oh, did you? That you can you know, I was gonna ask do you, the they way. Give you, did they give you any oh. swag? Was there anything cool they well, gave Well, that would be at our light, yeah. light stick. stick was a swag. And, and it's promoting some Disney movie, Oceans. Yeah, yeah. And if you take the end off, it's a whistle. Oh, and, I didn't discover And, and it's also a flashlight, so it's yeah. like a, a three-way to promote was, Disney's new nature film about protecting the oceans, they gave you something plastic that will never <laughs> mm-hmm. disintegrate. I love those glow sticks. They're right in, mm-hmm. in the middle of the video. There's one person in the Make-A-Way video with just the glow sticks right in front. I, I wish I'd have noticed that I kicked them. But then <laughs> the first day they gave us a packet. You were talking about swag. They gave us a, uh, a four-day park hopper pass and also a media fast pass, wow. which I think was unlimited. I didn't get good. a chance to use mine, but they... I think ex- it expires tomorrow. The 17th. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go over and try mine. Yeah. So we can experience what a fast pass is like. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have fun? Absolutely. It was running around because, you know, you have a video camera and you have a still camera and you're trying to capture everything, but I managed to eat all the food and have several beers. They definitely... They definitely... <laughs> it's all that counts. <laughs> I want to say that he did not mention any of that good food to me. <laughs> he wanted you to be surprised. <laughs> oh, Julie, it was terrible. Yeah, we suffered. <laughs> he didn't want me to be jealous. Hang on. Are they okay? You're petting Figaro. Yeah, Figaro was getting in my oh. bag, but right before I left the house. I thought it was cool, too, that class was in the they picked us up in the parking lot, and they took us backstage to the Wonders of Life building, and we got to be in a lounge. That was the press area. We got to be in a lounge overlooking the Wonders of Life that, to me, was like, that was my geeky moment. I thought that was really cool. Cool. They do treat the press very well at these mm-hmm. events. We've been to several ourselves, and we enjoy them. Um, sounds like you guys had fun, but it doesn't sound like you really learned anything. No. Well, I give a day, get a day. I, I came away disappointed in that because it seemed like they, they, they had to have spent probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this. And then the packet they gave us, they could have even had like a FAQ sheet that, that gave a little more details about the program. You'll learn a lot more from going to their frequently asked questions on the mm-hmm. official site. I read that whole thing before I went to the event because I was hoping to learn something new that wasn't on the site. It's all there. Right. They, they just kind of um, summarize what everybody already knows about it already. You know, we get a lot of questions about, um, you know, I'm, I'm from the United Kingdom. Can I participate in this? No, you can't. Exactly how the fast passes work. Exactly how the tickets work. All these old questions that people want to know. Yeah. But... All right. Well, thank you, Kathy and Corey, for filling us in on that. And Kevin's up next. Kevin has a re-review of the Brown Derby in Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm sorry, I was petting Figaro. Sure, the one I'm in charge of, everything falls apart. Want my paper clip? (laughs) (laughs) They're waiting. I know, I'm sorry. The Figaro took precedence. Uh, John and I decided one day, let's go to lunch. Let's go out to lunch. And we decided to head for Hollywood Studios without a reservation. And when we got there, we were shocked that the parking lot was pretty full. 
And once you've been there enough times, you can kind of tell when Disney's parking, where they're parking cars, whether or not the parking lot is actually crowded. When you see the back parking lots filling up, you know that there's going to be a big crowd inside the park. And the day we got there, we were shocked. We were uh, sure that we were not going to get any place anywhere near any restaurant. So when uh, John stopped to renew his annual pass... And I walked back towards the restaurant and said, asked if it would be possible for two people to have lunch. And she said, absolutely. And I walked in. And in the Brown Derby, there was probably 10 tables with people at them. Wow. The restaurant was empty. Hmm. And I don't know what was going on, but it was wonderful. You couldn't get through Disney Hollywood Studios. The crowds were that tight. Wow. And this restaurant was empty. I am a huge fan of the Brown Derby. I understand that people like restaurants with theming. The theme of the Brown Derby is good restaurant. And it's just, in my opinion, it's a beautiful restaurant in the middle of a theme park. I've been there several times in the last couple of years. We eat there even when we're not reviewing it. And I've never seen a misstep. I've never walked away thinking they could have done this better or they could have done that better. I hear people say that they didn't have a good time. They thought something wasn't very good. I'm not seeing it. We started out, they... uh, with asparagus soup with a uh, lump of blue crab crostini and a drizzle of sherry gastrique. That was $8. John started with that. And I had the seared day boat sea scallop with black bean corn pudding and a mango papaya salsa. It's The the title's much fancier than what (laughs) I had. Um, It was a scallop on top of a black bean and corn. It was like a bread pudding. It was two scallops, and it was a good-sized portion. I could have easily had two more of those and made a meal out of it. It was spectacular. had a slightly Mexican flavor because of the cumin and the cilantro in it. Just absolutely wonderful. John's asparagus soup was also very, very good. There were uh, big lumps of crab in the soup. It was a great way to start our meal. We split... uh, Cobb salad, which they prepare table side for us. They uh, the the server comes out and you know you're allowed to ask before your, when you order if there are certain things in your Cobb salad that you don't want. But then it's uh, prepared table side for you and served. Again, the Cobb salad was fifteen dollars, but that was for two people, so it's seven fifty a person. And out of the Eight or so entrees, we both uh, chose the exact same thing. It was a sterling silver pork tenderloin with black, di- with black diamond cheddar herb spatzla, Swiss chard, sweet onion marmalade, and cider juice. It was $31 a person. And it was a sliced pork tenderloin. Spatzla is a pasta... It's usually a German pasta. It had some Swiss chard in it and... A, herbs and cheddar cheese and on top of it there was uh, sautéed onions they called it a sweet onion marmalade I, I think we ate the pattern off the plate it does sound mm. really good it's really good it's, <laughs> it's, it was out of this world good and we didn't have any room for dessert our check for two people was $100 with the tables in Wonderland and the gratuity was included so that included our gratuity it seems to me that when you eat at the Derby, the, the servers are a little bit older. They're not the young servers that you find at other restaurants in the park. They're 60 like John. 
Old like me. And I find that the level of service is just phenomenal. It's one of those things where everything is taken care of without it being intrusive. They have um, they serve nice warm rolls when you go in and sit down and butter. And we think it's one of the great places to eat in the park. It is not inexpensive. But I've talked before about when you feel that there's a value for your money. At the Brown Derby, I always feel like I'm getting my money's worth. That I came out full. I think everything that I had was delicious. The service was top-notch. I don't ever have a bad thing to say about it. And in my opinion... The $100 showed in everything we've eaten. One thing we, we've mentioned that, can this restaurant survive outside of the Disney theme park? It's funny. You know something? I was driving over here today, and I thought to myself, the, the Brown Derby is one of those restaurants that I think would survive yep, outside agree. of the Disney bubble. I have a feeling that outside of the Disney bubble, the prices might come down a little bit. Because this is theme park food. I do think, though, that this would survive. I would go there. Outside of the park, it would be a fancy, uh, uh, a special occasion mm-hmm. restaurant. It's a special occasion for us now. Um, it just so happened that we were looking for a place to do a restaurant review. We were having a not great day, and it was like, let's get out of the house and treat ourselves to something good. So we went out to lunch. In my opinion, you can't go wrong. Some of the other entrees that are were available were a hajiki crusted ahi tuna seared rare with uh, mizuna, palm sugar cucumbers, pickled daikon, flavored soy, and wasabi sauce, house-cured pastrami with vanilla white balsamic melon pear salad, and braised leg. I'm sorry, that was duck two ways. Excuse me, I missed a line. It was served pastrami style, and then also braised leg with a ginger carrot puree and a natural reduction. Uh, noodle bowl with wok fried coconut tofu, soybeans, sugar snap peas, bok choy, and shiitake mushrooms in a curry broth. Spice rubbed black grouper with sautéed haricot vert, green beans, and sun chokes with rainbow carrot slaw. Herb marinated spit roasted half chicken with saffron jasmine rice, preserved Meyer lemon, and heirloom tomato. A a char-grilled filet of beef with herb-roasted fingerling potatoes, criminy mushrooms, cipollini onions, and cabernet wine sauce. And a grilled lock duart, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, grilled lock duart salmon with baby spinach, cannellini beans, ugly tomatoes, warm bacon vinaigrette, and lemon aioli. In my opinion, what they do is they, um, the descriptions are over fancy. Like when we got what we got, it's just really good food, well prepared, goodly, well seasoned, uh, good tasting food. And you read these descriptions and you think, oh, well, that sounds too fancy. Yeah, that this sounds is too fancy. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing I think they do wrong is they really have mm. too much flair in their descriptions of stuff because the stuff is really good food. It is good food, substantial food. If you read in reading the description of what we had, the uh, pork. the pork loin. It sounds fancier than it looked on the plate. However, it was just delicious. Just great, great food. How do you tell an ugly tomato from a pretty tomato? That's a, ugly that's to- a type of tomato. It I is, know, it's just funny. It's also, it's also <laughs> an good. heirloom tomato. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, they, have, they have flavor instead of some of the ones that don't. I also have a recipe for the Cobb salad with French dressing, which is Disney's uh, the Brown Derby's specialty. It's a half a head of iceberg lettuce, a half a bunch of watercress lettuce, one small bunch of chicory lettuce, a half a head of romaine, two cans of medium tomatoes peeled, half a breast 
of turkey poached, six strips of crisp bacon, one each avocado, three eggs, hard-cooked, two tablespoons of chives chopped, a half a cup of blue cheese crumbled, one cup of Hollywood Brown Derby's old-fashioned French dressing. You chop everything very fine and mix it together. Now rewind that, play it in slow motion, and well, write I'll it put down. These, I'll put these up on the site. What, where, tell them where you got the recipe from. On the way out of the restaurant, just where, where the hostesses stand to seat you, they have little brown derby-shaped menu or uh, recipe cards and there's a chopped or a cob salad recipe there's a brown derby old-fashioned french dressing recipe on one of the little cards and on the other one is the recipe for i don't even like saying the words because this is one of the foods that i cannot tolerate grapefruit cake it is it's for the grapefruit cake and grapefruit cream cheese frosting which just skeeves me out completely we'll make sure we put those up on the side it is and it's just my aversion to grapefruit i had that the one time I went, and it's like, like you ruined the cake with grapefruit. But there's loads of people that people love like it. That. You gotta have it, yeah. No, I can't. I just can't. It's just one of those things that I can't eat. Yeah, like I don't do orange cake. I agree. So it, it's I, people ask me all the time if the brown derby would be appropriate for children. It's a fine restaurant. If your kids are good in a fine restaurant, I mean, no one's going to come out and sing to you. No one's going to come out and dance around. There are but no characters. But it's also characters. a Disney restaurant. So right. There are kids in there, and there's right. families, and there's noise, and it's. I definitely think it's you know you wouldn't feel uncomfortable with children in there. It's just not as heavily themed. As I joked at the beginning, the theme is old-fashioned, elegant restaurant, and I just I think it's wonderful. I love these little hat. All right, thank you, Kevin. Uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion. We hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody, here for participating. And uh, stay tuned to, for tomorrow for the email edition of the Diz Unplugged. Oh, yeah, I don't have a sign-off. <laughs> Just stop listening. <laughs>